Hey, Nick, instead of uh, doing a gag me with a knife episode this week, I was thinking we could hit the weights. I'm trying to get swole. Uh, always. I got something no. that's swole. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> I don't want to know about that. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me go all out. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me act a fool. Up in here, up in here. Y'all gonna make me lose my cool. Up in here, up in here. Hey guys, it's your favorite final girl and boy, Emily and Nick, coming at you with a new episode of Greg Me With a Knife. It's a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. This week we'll be doing, we'll be working out killer, 1987's Killer Workout, also known as Aerobicide. As always, Emily has the original VHS copy, so let's put those leg warmers and headbands on and uh, let's hear what's on the back of that fucking box. Mm-hmm. They came to get their bodies into the best shape of their lives. Too bad they'll never have the chance to enjoy it. In the locker room, in the showers, in the weight room. Even in the parking lot, someone is turning the most beautiful bodies in town into a grisly, brutal body count. Now nobody's safe. There's no place to hide. 1987, your thoughts? I think I need a shower. Yeah. After that, after yeah. that workout. Lots of lots of working out in this movie. Yeah, no, this movie fucking rules. It's a it's highly unbelievable that any of this could ever happen. But and the motives are very strange. But I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, and we must say that this is the, it's, it's not his second movie, but, uh, last week we covered Sledgehammer, uh, director film. David Pryor, and, uh, seems like he's up the ante by this point and made a real movie. I, I noticed with this one, he made this one a real family affair. One of the actors <laughs> is a prior and, uh, one of the editors is a prior. And, and the, Ted Pryor from... Yeah, yeah. That was Chuck in Sledgehammer is Chuck, Chuck in, this, in, in, in this movie. Yeah. So uh, this is what happens after Sledgehammer. He really gets to show off his bodybuilder skills, though. Yeah. You know? He's like if uh, uh, Christian Bale and Dolph Lundgren like had a meal together. He's like the leftovers. <laughs> well, you know, how I said I liked his body. Well, yeah. 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 So um, did you? Yeah. I mean, I like it. I think I liked it more the second uh, like I think I've only seen it two or three times, but I liked it more the second well, time. Th- this being a workout horror, uh, I, my favorite movie of all time is Toxic Avenger, which is also a workout horror. So uh, I, I saw a lot, of, a lot of similarities, and I liked it. Yeah, um, the the uh, main instrument of choice to kill. Diaper pin. Uh, this oversized yeah, safety pin thing. I think that's a diaper pin. I think that's what it was Are used they for. really that big? Yeah. It's gross. I, I think they, for who an adult. I think the old the is that old, an adult diaper pin? No, no, I think when they used to actually like wrap them instead of just like you know the, that the seems velcro. Dangerous. Yeah, I think I'm, I might be wrong. Somebody correct me. I mean, yeah, sure. Um, I do think that this movie is better done, and it has a pretty good soundtrack for 1987. Like the mute, the there's actually a soundtrack you can buy that's music with like actual songs you know even though it was 1987 the soundtrack sounds like it came out in 81 yeah but i didn't mind it there is one song i really like in it so is it the counting theme song where they teach you to count to eight no i like the one um i think it's like the love song maybe i don't know um who cares because the romances in this film are are amazing they're legendary yeah 
yeah the yeah there's like one that happens sort of it's kind of um something happens the movie starts out with this girl named valerie and she gets home and she's listening to her answering machine and it's the her i guess her agent telling her that she got this gig on cosmo so she's going to model in on the magazine in the magazine cosmopolitan and she's really excited and he's like make sure you're tan at the end of the uh, of course message you're, so, just remember you're not good enough yet yeah so she runs her little ass down to um second son which is a tanning salon mm-hmm. she Sun gets Tan in City. and everything seems to be going as planned until the tanning bed engulfs in flames no that's just how tanning beds work have you never used one yeah i've used one a lot that, in that's hospital. what happens yeah every time i got yeah 70 burns all over no they body. just yeah they just start <laughs> spontaneously combusting and then these girls come out all crispy yeah Cause that, cause that can happen. Um, yeah. uh, so that, that happens. And then there's, it doesn't say how many years we find out later. It's, it is five years later, but now we're at a place called Rhonda's workout mm-hmm. owned by Rhonda. Rhonda. And there's a, the first of many montages of, of, people working out yeah it's a boob workout yeah it's very very uh, very centered thongy, on the boobs, boobs a lot of like butts shaking yeah really good stuff here yeah yeah um but, oh uh, but whenever that girl went to go get her uh screaming tan on um you know the early first first five minutes of the movie we get some boobs so yeah guy knows oh, yeah. how to guys know, guy, guy knows how to keep you interested we do yeah we do get boobs um <clears throat> lots of them so during this workout montage jamie shows up and she's late for her shift. She's late for the boob aerobics. Yeah. And Tom, this guy Tommy, Tommy comes up to her and hits on her. He's yeah. gross. A lot Cheats. of 80s sexual harassment in yeah. this. And he looks a lot hey, like. what's that zipper for? He looks almost exactly like the one of the antagonists of the movie, Jimmy. So I got confused a lot because they looked really similar, but Tommy hits on Jamie. She doesn't want to have anything to do with it. Whatever, whatever. So Rhonda is annoyed, um, with Jimmy. Jimmy's also hitting on Rhonda. So these are two different guys, but they look exactly like, okay. So who was the first guy that hit on the chick? Tommy hit on Jamie. So Tommy and and Jimmy have us, they look the same. They act the same, but Jimmy's got this one thing after he hits on a chick and he gets um, turned down or rejected. There's this weird twilight zone music and a close up that goes do do do. Yeah. Cause this happens twice. Well, you want them to, he's wanting you to know because this is like the first intro of the movie. You're just like getting to know the characters without them being like, well, maybe, that's the killer and it's like you don't even know his name well, i don't mind that as much in you do know his name immediately but uh i don't mind that as much because like i said i'm not going into these yeah, movies when he, when he uh, walked in the frame i was like that's a jimmy for sure uh, well she says it Rhonda says it when he she he basically asks her out on a date and she's like never um and uh i i kind of was glad they went ahead and did that shit up front because either that's not going to be the killer or it's going to have something to do with it but i didn't watch this movie to get symbolism and stuff so you know just just give me what i need give me the information i'm I'm sitting here drooling i'm not you know cinema verite yeah this isn't like critically acclaimed so um so Jamie, like we said, she's late and she she's late for a shift. She's in trouble with Rhonda and Rhonda had to um, cover her, her boob class. Workout. And so instead of just being like, go home, she's like, well, oh, oh well, just close up. 
So before, so whenever whenever Jamie walked in and was uh, getting reprimanded by Rhonda, I don't know why I didn't catch it, but I didn't know that she worked there until they got into the conversation. And I was like, they reprimand you for not going to the gym every day? Yeah, yeah. Like, no. Where have you been? Yeah. Also love, I kept on writing LA gear because they That's were everywhere. really That's promoting it in that movie. Sure. Loved it. Um, so it, yeah, Rhonda tells Jamie to lock up and then there's a shower montage so we get some boobs there. And then Tommy decides to hit on Jamie again. Yep. And then she, but she says, says that time she might show up. Yeah, yeah. He's like biting her out to something. Yeah, and she says she might. So she's, you know, maybe he has a chance, which ends up he's a, a good guy. So whatever. Um, But it doesn't really matter. We now meet this girl who we find out in a later scene. Her name's Rachel, and she's the only one still showering, even though all the lights have been turned off and, you know, Jamie's closing up. But okay. Um, she's stabbed repeatedly with an oversized safety pin. Jamie's still closing up, though. And uh, there's someone with a bat, but it doesn't go anywhere, so who cares? And Jamie starts going through, and she does this a couple times, where she's going through lockers, yeah, playing with, like, jock straps Yeah, she's and sniffing shit. undies, man. It's fucking weird. Oh, yeah. And so, Rhonda comes I'd like up. To, I'd like to see her behold a urinal. Like, what is this strange contraption? I, uh, to, what are those cake, urinal cakes? She's like, oh, oh yeah. my God. It's, this is it. delicious. Um, you see a first person POV, but it's it's Rhonda coming up behind Jamie to scare her. And she laughs at her because Jamie's holding a jock strap in her hands. Um, yeah. So then Rhonda goes, why don't you close up so we can go to that dinner? What? That's also, that's also an invasion of somebody's personal uh, property. Yeah. You know? yeah. I can't yeah. believe she, didn't, she was late to work by like hours and then she's going through other people's shit. How is this lady not fired? I don't know. But she, yeah, she, uh, Rhonda says, why don't you close up so we can go to that dinner? What dinner? They never get around to that. No, they never. No, who cares? Um, so she's, while she's closing up, she opens up another locker and this arm comes out, but it ends up being like a prank, I guess, that Rhonda put in there. Yeah. And it's a, a, so it doesn't matter. But then she opens up another locker and Rachel, the girl that got killed a few minutes ago, falls out. Yeah. And she believes that one immediately. Yeah. And, um, because it, all those lockers could have been a f- full of fake hands and she would have screamed every fucking time. Yeah. And, or I guess, uh, unless there's a jock strap, she's screaming. So, uh, she screams into the jockstrap. <laughs> yeah, she gets all the <laughs> pin up aggression. Um, and so we cut to the police are there, and immediately someone screams, "It's all yours, Lieutenant!" Yeah, that's how that's how crime uh, crime scenes yeah. work. And then he he runs up and starts gathering evidence without a fucking glove. Yeah, he opens a locker, finds the fake arm. Yeah, and then he goes to talk to Rhonda and Jamie, who are. You know, sh- shaken up. I guess. Yeah, no, I want to mention that uh, the the cop in this, Detective Morgan, is he's a he's a lieutenant. Low, lieutenant Detective Morgan is a low rent Tom Atkins. He is, yeah, but I w- I wouldn't even put him in the same stratosphere as Tom. Kind of Atkins. looks a little bit like that cop from uh, Stranger Things. Was his name David Harbor or whatever? And I wouldn't even put him in that stratosphere. He's just a low rent. Well, he's the only decent actor in this whole movie. I don't know. You have know about that, but um, so <laughs> who, when who he, do you think is? I don't think you any. Think, you like Chuck. I don't do you? like Chuck, yeah. but I don't really think anyone in this movie is a great actor. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, Rhonda. I mean, no, no Chuck Heston's in here, but no. But um, 
when he goes in to talk to Rhonda and Jamie, Rhonda's a total bitch. Yeah, she turns pretty quick. She's always a fucking bitch. Well, everybody. She, well, so whenever she reprimanded Jamie, she was like, okay, hey, it's okay. And you're like, okay, so there's a soft side to this woman. You were wrong. There yeah, is no soft side Because later on when lady. she says something to Jamie, yeah. yeah. Um, so, but Jamie just goes, Jamie goes, she was so pretty talking about Rachel. Mm-hmm. And the lieutenant goes, well, she isn't anymore. Yeah. I mean, God. Well, also, also they decency. sit there after they say that, they're like, well, nobody really knew her. She just kind of came and worked out and left or whatever. So well, this like this one actual just gym member who's not part of their weird little fuck click. Which I don't like, think really anyone is. You know, well, like, they're all trying. Who's in the click? Uh, Jimmy, the Jimmy what's the other Jimmy, dude? Tommy, Jamie, and uh, Rhonda? Uh, yeah, and they, something's going on. They're all meeting up to do something. Well, that never fleshes out, so I don't... Whatever. Um, so the lieutenant wants to know about Diane Matthews. She's another person who works there. Because um, something was found... Oh, a knitting, a knitting, a knitting, a knitting needle. needle was found in her locker, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Well, she's really shy, and maybe a little jealous of everybody because she's kind of an outsider." And, and they're just being racist. She's how is that she's, the lady who got killed? No, they're talking about the they're talking about Diane now. Oh, okay. He found that found the knitting. She's she works there. Okay. But she, they're, they're like, we sometimes see her out at the bar, but she's never hanging out with anybody, and um, she's kind of weird, and she wants to fit in, but she can't. And then Rhonda immediately is just like, I'm concerned about my business, and she's like, I have a co-partner, the other partner, and he's like, the, co- the other co-partner is going to have to be notified, and I'm like, well, who is it? They give no information. And he just keeps saying over and over and over that they he's they'll be seeing a lot more of him. They're going to be seeing a lot more of him. They're going to be seeing a lot. We get it. Hey, man, everybody's got an angle when they're trying to get laid. True. Uh, I honestly think Detective Morgan, Lieutenant Morgan, I think he does get laid at one point, but we'll get to that later. It's just my uh, my hypothesis. I, you always have these hypotheses that Man, I, find, well, that I a, don't think are... There's a lot going on when the camera's I, not on, people. Yeah, I don't when think... the drapes I th- are drawn I think and the lights are out. You look into some situations Just let me have this, goddammit. So now we cut to Jamie is leading a class. These two bros are talking about the death that happened the day before. And fucking the and corpse. And one of them goes, did you fuck her first? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I would. Um... Yeah, bro. The, and then there's this other guy listening in. It's Ted Pryor, Chuck. Yeah, get some of that hot goss. And um, one of the guys leaves to take a shower. But their conversation before that, when they're talking about the deaths, is interrupted because Rhonda walks by and just, like, looks at him. Thanks, Rhonda. Yeah. Thanks for, like, what a fucked up thing to say anyway. Whatever. Um, Jamie, uh, it cuts back to Jamie doing her class. And she is like, hey, Debbie, can you take over uh, to... She needs to go talk to Rhonda. I, I noticed during this like thing where it cuts back to Jamie or whatever, like aerobics. I'm sure they they work you out and everything. But she they're, doesn't they're, do aerobics. What, She's not what, doing aerobics. Well, what? So the most of the cutscenes for the exercising is just aerobics, right? Is that what it's called? Like where they're just dancing. It's supposed, it's supposed to be, but that doesn't look like Jane Fonda's aerobics to me. Or, or Tracy Lord's. Or anyone's. Uh, but, but it's like, they're so fucking dumb, but it looks like, I don't know if these are normal aerobics, because it looks like they're, they're just like teaching them how to fuck. Yeah, that's what it looks like, like to me, it's too. It's really, really heavy on just like humping the... There's like a scene where I think they lick the floor. Well, almost, I, like, I don't know yeah. what I don't know how that exercises you. Um Clean, so when, it cleans uh, the floor, I when guess. When Jamie goes over to talk to Rhonda, Rhonda has this uh, amazing quote. 
quit showing off your tits and tight little ass and teach the class. Mm-hmm. Well, don't you want your tra- you would think you'd want your trainer to look good because that yeah. would make the people want to look if like you, that. If you're gonna oh, run a workout brothel, run it right. Yeah, <clears throat> more hips and nips, ladies. Come on. Yeah, you gotta sell this shit. Memberships. Rhonda walks into her office and Chuck, Ted Pryor, is going through her files. And she's like, hey, who are you? And he's like, well, I'm supposed to start work today. Didn't you know? And she is like, no way. And apparently that her other partner, uh, Mr. Erickson, hired him yesterday. And he has a blank sheet of paper to prove it. Yeah. Hands yeah. are hands are a fucking blank sheet of paper. And yeah. she's like, oh, okay. Okay. And then she goes, go clean the toilets. And then L.A. gear. Um, Chuck's taking out the trash. Mm-hmm. And Jimmy almost hits him with his car. And then he's, he goes up to me. He's like, don't talk to Rhonda. I don't even. Or something. <laughs> Just I'm like, did, bro. Well, how am I not supposed to talk to someone that's my boss? A, but okay. So they get into this. I am currently taking out the trash, as you can see. Yeah. So they get into this fight. Baddest and, bitch contest in the you parking know, lot. A bootleg blood sport fight. Um, and while they're doing that, this girl whose name is, I thought it was Jenny, but then I Debbie. saw it was Debbie. Yeah. Um, she comes out, I guess from working out and she just watches that fight yeah, for a she while. Doesn't she doesn't intervene at all. She doesn't try to get anybody. Well, part of the fight scene is her walking to her car and watching. Yeah. Like we don't see any of the fight for what a while. What do we have here? Um, mm. and anyway, Chuck May wins. May the victor have the spoils. Chuck wins and he's like, next time. See, that's I'm a gonna... bad message too. Like fighting gets girls. Yeah. You know? he, well, like, he says next time I'm gonna finish it. Yeah. And Jimmy leaves. The girl. I, if, if I was Jimmy, I'd be like, well, you probably should should finish taking out the trash. You're on well, the fucking does. clock. Well, he does do that. Oh, does he? Yes. After he after he gets done fighting and says, you're you know, next time I'm gonna finish it. He grabs the bags. He throws them into the dumpster. And then Debbie comes up because she's very impressed with his fighting skills. God, he, he even recycled one of them. Yeah, and she gets she offers him a ride. And he's like, fun time. I mean, he's like, yeah, this sounds like the fun times, fun music, fun radio, fun. She's a knockout. So so he he gets this job and like leaves after an hour. (laughs) Like it's still daylight (laughs) out there. (laughs) Just goes to this girl's house with her. I guess, like I said, everybody's got an angle. Go get a job at a a gym and then leave with one of the girls. Yeah. She's, yeah. I don't think he'd been there that long. So Um, no, they, they get to her house. He had just gotten done with the first task. The yeah. Lady well, asked. no. Ma- well, maybe he cleaned the toilet. That's what she told him to do. Well, you know, you don't have to take out trash for that. Maybe he had done that though. I don't know how long. Well, but um, it all depends on how well he did it. Jenny, or sorry, Debbie takes him to her house, and they sit down for some cold Pepsis. Pepsis. Yep. Yes. Chuck asks her about Jimmy, and uh, Debbie says that she had gone out with him a couple times, and that. She, um, He's weird, and she's like, you know, it's okay to be kinky, but he's just plain weird. But what is her idea we'll of find kink? out just how kinky he is Like, later. I think, like, she's cool with being tied up or something. Like, she, he ties her up, and he, she was cool with that, but then, like, something else wasn't, and she never says what it was. Um, I think we know what it was. I don't know. What, with pee-pee? Have an imagination. Pee-pee-poo-poo? I was thinking poo-poo. <laughs> Either way, gross. That's kinky. I mean, it's it's a kink. It's, it's a stinky sure. kink. It's like gross. Um, Real stinky wink. Ugh. The crystal gazing butthole. I mean, I've never had any experience with the poo-poo kink, but 
<laughs> you ain't lived, sister. I've had uh, the pee pee kink is gross. Some people so. call it playing with poop. I call it work. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Chuck asks Debbie for Jimmy's address, and she's like, "Oh, I think I have it inside." <laughs> That's kind of weird too. It's like you're talking about this girl's like ex, like fling or whatever. And you're like, "Can I have his address?" It's like, "Well, yeah. don't you want this? You're uh, kind of here right now." But you'd rather go hang out with my ex. Well, I th- you know, to finish it, whatever. Well, we find out later why uh, he wanted it. But um, they both just want each other. Um, so she'll go. She's gonna go look for his address and change. But don't leave. I mean, well, why I've, did she I've need to? Half a Pepsi. Why, why did she I need to tell him not to leave when she's going to get the address that he wants? Uh, anyway, that was uh, not I've necessary. Got, I've got a whole six pack of Pepsi in here. <laughs> don't so leave. She, uh, she brings out the um, address and he says he needs to leave, but. She's wearing a bathing suit, so they have yeah. sex. <laughs> oh, totally, totally. Bathing suit. She didn't come keep, out na- keep, keep the like she had a on. robe on, I think, and took it off. And I was like, maybe she's gonna be naked because this is like a concealed por- like out backyard. I, I'll let this one slide. There's plenty of tits in this movie. I don't know. There are. Well, anyway, they have sex. Back to a workout montage, and um, Diane, the girl that. They found the knitting needle in her locker, and as you know, they said, like, kind of an outsider. Oh, she's a mousy, cute little girl. She's uh, making eyes at Jimmy, yeah. who was totally disregarding her. And then after the class, she goes up to him. Yeah, um, gee, listen, Jimmy's got a type. And he just completely dismisses her. I mean, rejected by Jimmy. Yeah. Can you imagine? This is the only girl, yeah, this is the only time they we don't get the Twilight Zone close up to Jimmy's fucking face because, you know, he's the one doing the rejecting. And see, I thought that we fucking were, pig. I thought she was going to go home because she get well, she goes home. I thought she was going to go home and kill herself because, I mean, hell, I would if Jimmy rejected me. Uh, yeah, that Adonis. So, Jimmy's outside of the gym and uh, it cuts to Diane walking home and then it cuts to the lieutenant uh, and he gets on the radio, and they say we have info on the knitting needle, and don't. And he goes, "Don't worry, where I am." Yeah. And they try to ask him again where his location is. He just hangs up on him. Yeah. I'm like, uh, some good, it's some good detective work. Well, okay. And then whenever you go up to Diane's place, it's all red lights, and she's in a skimpy like yeah. thing. It's like, is Diane a part-time hooker? And she calls, and it's like, do I have any messages? And they're like, no. Yeah, yeah, you're the worst hooker in this fucking brothel. <laughs> Loser. Uh, nobody wants to schedule an appointment with you. Well, then she hears a knock on her door, and I was thinking, if she's so fucking desperate, she she starts acting real scared. And I was like, well, if you're so desperate to have a friend, maybe you should be happy someone's knocking on well, your damn door. I will give it, since it is the cop, I will give it this. He, this is terrible, and cops never do this. They do that shitty knock. But he doesn't say it's the police. He just goes, he does. Eventually, but for like the first 10 seconds, he just goes, come on, open up, <laughs> yeah. open up, come on. Yeah, that would fucking frighten me, too. And, and then he goes after that he's there's a little silence and he goes open it's up police. it's the police <laughs> but by the time he gets to telling her it's the police uh she has been killed with the safety pin yeah and he knock, knocks the door down and then after that he finds out that the knitting needle was diane's and it was not the murder weapon yeah well, no. Sh- and he well, he said at the same time what I was thinking. No shit. He says mm. it. He says it. So, and then we see a first person POV of the killer washing. Uh, well, the killer, washing his hands. killer jumps out the fucking window whenever that detective. But he's running. washing his hands, and I'm like, well, you didn't do a very good job, Lieutenant. Yeah. Uh, okay. Cool. Um. Now Rhonda's at the gym. Rhonda. Uh, 
Jimmy scares her. She's a bitch. She's a sleaze. Who cares? I mean, that this you is know, this is I, a I, common I, thing that happens throughout I'm this whole really movie. I'm really not seeing besides just being a beefhead. What the fuck is wrong with Jimmy? Like he's not that bad of a guy. He just needs to make some friends and maybe some female attention. Well, he's an asshole to and everybody. Maybe, yeah, I don't know. I see. I see a, a goofy get center. over Rhonda. Yeah, I definitely get over Rhonda. Uh, I mean, Rhonda. okay. So. Uh, that scene has means really nothing until later, I guess. Uh, and now we see these three kids, and I think the two girls are Debbie and Marcia. Uh, the boy's name is uh, Curtis. And they're like, this is going to be hilarious. And they graffiti on the front of the building Death Spa, which is funny because the movie Death Spa came out two years later. But um, the killer starts... Uh, well, Curtis runs away, and the girls. One of the girls is like, "I'm going to the car. You can go look for him." They also spray a herbicide on the the window. Do they? Yeah. Okay. Um, this is the name of this movie. Yeah, and so there's a short chase uh, for Curtis. Uh, he gets his throat. Uh, wait, no, he's killed with a big safety pin, and then one of the girls is looking for him, gets her throat slit, and now, now the other girl go into the car. She finally gets in the car, and then there's just this knife that's stabbing through the top of the car, and finally, after, like, I don't know, 75 stabs. Which she could have just laid down and flat in the other seat, and this would have never happened. Yeah. It goes through the top of her head. You know, that, this is a bad message again. So earlier we saw that fighting gets you laid, and now we see that vandalizing stuff gets you killed. Farting. Fighting. Oh, if you think it's a farting. Oh, if there's a slasher out there about that, fucking send it to us. <laughs> sure there is. Well, um, I think there is. It's called Butt Crack with Mojo Nixon, the, the um, rockabilly artist. It's a trauma film. Oh, well. Hmm. Now we cut to uh, Brad. This guy, his name's Brad. He's lifting weights. And they're not, they're not free weights. They're the ones, you know, on the little thingy, whatever. You even lift, bro? And it almost falls on him, but he gets away from it and then immediately is crushed in the skull with a free weight. So, um, while Chuck is cleaning in another room, another guy, unknown name, I don't, you never find out this guy's name. He finds Brad, but as soon as he finds Brad, he's stabbed with a safety pin. Our body's just piling up in there. And Chuck's around somewhere breaking into a locker. He gets a safety pin straight through the forehead, that one dude. Yeah. Like, An unknown, uh, anonymous guy. Yeah, it's fucking yeah. perfect. Um, Tommy finds Brad and anonymous guy. And then Jamie and Chuck walk in, and he's like, I didn't do it. But and Chuck just instinctively kicks his hilarious ass. Hilarious part two. Yeah. Like, dude, why does Chuck just instinctively start fighting? Now, he with just, Jimmy, he I jumps, got it. He jumps over all those stairs. This guy was trying to state yeah. his case, and Chuck just immediately fucks him up. Well, it was a little sus that he was just like immediately, I didn't do it. <laughs> so... I don't know. But, if uh, he had just killed two other grown men and he was just in there like looking fresh, I'd be like, okay, maybe he didn't do it. True. Maybe I'm wrong. They have a fight. Um, it knocks... Uh, Chuck ends up knocking Tommy out. And then Chuck and... Well, Tommy is a good guy besides being all handsy. He's not really that handsy either. Nah, he runs his hand down... Uh, what's her name? Uh, what's the one? He, That's Jamie, during the Jamie. dream. No, no, no. That's uh, the second time he comes up to her. He runs it. Oh, that was earlier the door, then. runs it down her cleavage. That was earlier. Oh, yeah, because it's something about the zipper. Mm -hmm. She says that, yeah. He loves zippers. Yeah. So now Chuck and the lieutenant are talking, and the lieutenant is very suspect of Chuck. And he's like, it's weird you just started working here. 
like right as soon as all this started and i'm gonna find out about you you can count on it okay now now is the scene stares him up and down in his glazed sweaty muscly look this scene is totally Mm. unnecessary coming up but we do see a shot of tits so yes jamie and tony are having sex in the locker room we see uh jamie's tits and then jimmy comes up behind as jamie says goodbye tommy and has her throat slit but it was just a dream no it's not jimmy it's tommy it's two tommies oh is it two tommy mm-hmm. well they look alike so i know one wears red and one wears black that's the only fucking difference between these two actors yeah but yes it is, is it two tommies yeah. okay well it, it doesn't matter because it was just a dream the lieutenant wakes him up and then he was like he wakes him up and he goes we'll be right back <laughs> and uh don't be stupid and there's an officer outside Mm. and immediately upon leaving he is killed with a safety pin so bye tommy tommy's dead workout montage again while uh uh, tommy's being bagged up there's a workout montage while he's being bagged up Mm -hmm. and chuck and the lieutenant are looking on the lieutenant you know once again is like i'm suspicious of you okay cool the lieutenant goes to Rhonda, um and she's like she says her part I like what you just said he looks at chuck and is like i'm suspicious of you and chuck goes okay cool yeah. well <laughs> i mean right, that's cool. basically what happens every time he's like okay yeah. um, word <laughs> word cool word, word. i mean he well since we find out later he's a pi that makes sense he's like yeah yeah well you have good reason oh, yeah well um yeah, a spoiler from, like, you know, 1987, so how long ago is that? Uh, I guarantee most people haven't seen this fucking movie. 35 so. years. Well, then, <laughs> well, well, you should be watching the fucking movie first, because we're going to spoil it. Uh, spoiler alert. Um, the lieutenant goes to Rhonda's office, and she says the partner wants to stay open, but whatever. I don't know. Rhonda's being a bitch again, asking why he's just, he, she's like, why are you just acting like a street cop? And he's suspicious of her using a letter opener. Yeah. Because she was opening a check. Um, I like when he picks it up and he goes, it's real sharp. And it's like, a fucking letter opener? How many of these have you picked up? It's not sharp. And she goes, do you have any suspects? And he's like, I have several. But I can't figure out the motive. It's always a good detective that tells just a random person that's involved in the case, like how he's working the case. Yeah, I know. know, I think that's standard procedure. So he says... I'm going to keep, uh, I think it's good, Officer Peterson. He's going to keep a cop around um, because, this? quote, he's running out of body bags. That's what I was about to say. So I, I thought about this, and it's like, you, do you know that those are cleanable and reusable? You are not, are you burying these no, people he's just in acting, the body bags? No, every scene he's in, he's acting like he's in a soap opera. So. I'm just saying, why would somewhere in California be running out of body bags? And it's just been like, I mean, I know it's a lot in one time period, but it's like, what, six bodies? Really? And now you're out of body bags? And you're in California. I mean, like, you you don't have more than six body bags? We have eight of them. Seven, really. (laughs) One of them's kind of fucked up. But, you know, if two more people die, we're going to be out of them. And uh, Jimmy and Rhonda are having a conversation, and he says something. He says, I can help. Which, well, that'll come back around. So, uh, the lieutenant tells the cop to check in every hour. Jimmy's working out now and furiously. Yeah. Furiously working out. He lifts, I mean, he is lifting like, like he's on a... 25 pounds. sprint lifting. Um, now, uh, so Chuck is at Jimmy's while he's working out and he 
finds and seals a gun, and then he finds this room where there are a bunch of pictures of Rhonda everywhere on the walls. So it's like a shrine to Rhonda. Yeah. Um. Now we cut to the pool, and Rhonda is swimming in the pool. It, you couldn't tell at first because she has like a cap on. Which, by the way, she I think she takes it off. It, she's wearing her wig underneath. She is. That would have come off. Yeah. Anyway, plot oh, hole. We don't know it's a wig yet. I know, but still. So Chuck's watching Rhonda in the pool. And Jimmy's, so but Jimmy's is Jimmy. also there. Wow. And then Peeping when she hears one of them rustle, she notices and she runs inside. Now we Chuck gets into gets in another fight with Jimmy. Yeah. And these guys this just one, need to kiss it out. This one goes on for quite a while. It's uh, pretty good. Too. There's a rake involved. There's a couple roundhouses involved. Yeah. Uh, Chuck gets Jimmy with a rake to the leg, but the fight does continue. That doesn't fuck Jimmy up at all. No, he Not pulls one. it out. It actually kind of makes him better. Yeah. J- and Jimmy kicks uh, Chuck into the pool. Yeah. So. So fight's over. Chuck. Once somebody gets wet. Chuck won. Jimmy won. Mm-hmm. You know, and then really Chuck two. If you you know two fights, he's won two fights in the movie. But yeah, but only one against Jimmy. Right. He fucked that other dude up for absolutely no, no reason. reason. Yeah. What was that dude's name? Tommy. That's the saddest story in the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Tommy might have been an okay guy. Yeah, I think he was okay. Maybe you just wanted that. He wanted that. That poo nanny. That Jamie. That JJ. He wanted that, the Jamie. (laughs) That nanny. Yeah. He wanted to get up in it. Um, Something tells me they might have had a thing before, but, uh, you know, I I want to believe that just so he's not actually like, uh, you know, sexually assaulting her in the first scene of the movie. None of their backstories are fleshed out. So we don't even know anything about Rhonda and Jimmy either. Cause why is he so obsessed with her anyway? Um, uh, we cut to. At the inside of Rhonda's house, and Chuck is being taken care of by Rhonda and the lieutenants there. See, there, there's what I'm saying, man. Why was he there? How long has he been there? Did you know? Well, he he, was, well, he, well maybe she was taking a cool dip after her and the lieutenant had a, you know. I don't know. I do. Um, but uh, lieutenant is like, I better ask the questions, Charlie. Up uh, what, <laughs> Chuck? Like he's like saying something wild. Ch- Chuck is a nickname for Charlie. The devil told you that. Like he, like he had found this big secret. Okay, maybe if his name was like John, but going by Chuck and your name's Charlie is a wild. Uh, <laughs> Lieutenant just Rumpelstiltskin Chuck. Yeah. Uh, so now Lieutenant, the Lieutenant knows that Chuck is a PI who worked on the Simpson case. Well, and, a, and a swole PI at that. Yeah. Well, he worked on the Simpson case. This is before OJ. So some Simpson case. Who who knows? Who cares? No one does. Rhonda's confused. But Chuck is certain that Jimmy is the killer and that all of this is wait, a Wait like, a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. So this detective had a case on O.J. Simpson back in 87, and he knew this shit was going to happen. <laughs> I mean, it looks like it. Fuck. No, Chuck was working on it. Chuck was working on yeah. it? Yeah. Uh, so, okay. Yeah. Oh. Well. And um, so while the lieutenant's wanting to interrogate Chuck, Chuck's like, this is a waste of time because Jimmy, I found all the, this is, you, you need, he's out there and he's killing people. So you need to go get him. And. But the lieutenant is, he, he wants to hear his story and he wants it straight. Mm-hmm. Not the other way. No, no. Um, you know, the, the, the funny way, not, not ha ha funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, 
he tells them that Rhonda's partner had sent him the morning after the first girl got dusted. That's what he. That's, oh yeah, she yeah. got ghosted. And Chuck was here at this moment. He was at Rhonda's to save her from Jimmy because he found those pictures at Jimmy's house. Mm-hmm. And um, the lieutenant tells him to go back to San Francisco. He's like, just he just doesn't like him. And, and He's Chuck, like, but I'm in New Jersey. Yeah, it's like I was like, I don't even know where y'all <laughs> I know this are. Place I guess is like in California, Hollywood. but it reminded me of New Jersey. But quite how are a bit. we supposed to know? Where are you? Yeah. Uh, whatever. Okay. I guess Hollywood, L.A. The, I, don't, the, I don't know. You want me to go to San Fran? Back to San, I'm not from San Francisco. This is Cleveland. You're just, you're just sending me somewhere. Yeah. You don't even know where I live. Yeah. This is um, this is Cincinnati, dude. But Chuck is basically like, okay, but you better find Jimmy now. Um, so we cut to Officer Peterson, the guy that the cop that's been left to watch the gym. Officer Baby Dick. Yeah, and he's watching the gym. We see Jamie's boobs. Yes, again. we do. Yeah. And they're nice. They're they're good tits. Yeah, they're pretty good. Yeah. Um, and Kathy is this other girl. So she's just another uh, person that works out there. She was in one scene before, and now we know her name. Yeah, she's getting. She's getting her stuff and getting the fuck out of Dodge while she's the still in one piece. The only smart person in this movie who, for some reason, is at a gym after hours. And on on the on the kill count, uh, when I was like making sure I had them all, they don't even count her in the kill count. But anyway, uh, we barely knew ye. Yeah. Um. She, but she does want to say bye to Rhonda. Mm-hmm. And so ja- Jamie starts turning off the lights, which I don't understand why, because she knew Kathy was still there going to try to find Rhonda. So I don't know why she was turning off all these lights, but okay. To make it fun. Kathy finds some bag. Who cares? And then she just walks around until she opens the door to find Jamie's dead body hanging and swinging. Hanging and swinging. hanging. Not Jamie, man. I liked Jamie. I thought she was going to be the actual uh, protagonist. I thought she was going to be the final girl, but turns out we don't have a final girl. Sort of. No, we don't. A little bit. No, not a heroic one. No, well, she. I guess. Yeah, she's a. She's final, but yeah. Um, and actually, there's a lot of final girls. And then I was like, how um, did this happen? What what kind of time length are we looking at? Because literally within five minutes, Jamie is alive, turning off lights. Kathy finds a bag, and then immediately finds Jamie's dead body. Also, what good is this fucking uh, watchdog cop who's just sitting there drinking coffee while what is it? Three people get killed. Two. Two. Um, like, so when she, job, when she finds, uh, when she finds, uh, Jamie hanging, swinging in the doorway, um, it cuts away, but officer Peterson walks up and Kathy's dead and he finds Jamie as well. And, uh, so Kathy was stabbed off string off screen. And now Chuck is breaking into the gym to get his stuff and the Lieutenant shows up behind him and is like, you know, that's against the wall. Okay. Yeah, we know. Uh, but then he's like, I got to clean the toilet. Then, then he just gives, he's like, I have to get my stuff. So he just gives him a key. He's like, Yeah, you found out I was a private investigator, but I still have a job here. Yeah. Yeah. I still need to clean the I toilet. Clock in, dude. Um, so the lieutenant gets a radio report immediately after he has uh, Chuck the key. He gets a radio report about the gun that Chuck had found in uh, Jimmy's house, but he better come there to find out what they found. Why? It's the old, uh, the old. You got to come see this for yourself thing. And he didn't. He wouldn't do it earlier about the knitting, the knitting needle. Nah, so this, I don't know why is, he's so different. quick to fucking leave. But it, it's a fucking waste of time. I just like the tone so of his voice this time. He he leaves. Uh, 
so then it cuts and all these people have been killed and these bitches are still having yeah. fun who, with workout who the classes fuck keeps going to this place i don't know and who's leading the classes i guess God, just Rhonda. if yelp was around in 1987 this place would be toast yeah, and as they're working out, if you notice that it, it, as they're working out in this slaughterhouse, there's a song playing where the lyrics are "Working out till you die, aerobicide." Yeah. Um, Chuck. All those I, I noticed some of those lyrics. I can't recall them exactly, but some of them were like, "You're not good enough. You're gonna be beautiful." Yeah. Like, makes sense later. You're gonna have a hard body. Um, Chuck is finally leaving the gym, and uh, when he's out in the middle of the street jimmy is in his car and just puts the pedal to the metal and runs over chuck well chuck you know gets hit and hits his windshield and um while he's down well before he gets hit he pulls out a gun he and does I'll, try he does shoot at the car yeah i want to know is it is it common practice for a private investigator to carry a firearm i mean it's a yeah i think so I mean, I, I I guess it might be sketchy work just finding cheating it's husbands and It's a common practice for random people to be carrying weapons. So yeah, here, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It is. So yeah. I, I don't know, yeah. like people with no business carrying weapons to, yeah. that carry them. So I don't know what oh, the preach it preach it to the choir, girl. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, so Ch- uh, Chuck is on the ground because he's just been hit by this car, and Jimmy in. When I was reading the kill count, it says a screwdriver, but Jimmy has... It's an ice pick. It's an ice pick. Yeah. Uh, he has an ice pick and shoves it down seemingly towards Chuck, but it's a cutaway. So we don't know if Chuck's died, but well, he, he did. still, I don't he count did. this a score for Jimmy. There's still one to one. Yeah, no, that's not he fair. He hit him with a car. And yeah, then, that's yeah, not that's, a fight. That's not fair. So Chuck died tied with Jimmy, basically. Fuck, fucking A, man. Um, so now it cuts to what we see is the back of a burned head, like Freddy Krueger style, yeah. putting on a woman's wig as the doorbell rings. And when that person turns around, guess who it is? Rhonda. No. Who is it? Webster. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it's Rhonda. Oh, shit. It's Mr. Belvedere. Uh, <laughs> um, Rhonda has dry scalp. Uh, that was the theme song for Mr. Belvedere, but uh, I don't know a, the it's lyrics. It's been a minute. Uh, I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> I thought it was When the Eyes of the Ranger Are Upon You. That was the theme song for Mr. Belvedere, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it was uh, it was Facts, facts of Life. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the Facts Good of take. Life. Yeah. Um, so anyway, no, it's, it is Rhonda, and she's in the wig. The lieutenant's at the door, and he's a, he says, have a seat, Valerie. Dun-dun-dun. Valerie from the beginning of the movie lived and it's Rhonda. She changed her name. Like I said, nothing was wrong with that fucking tanning bed. The the screams from a suntan city should be heard. Just go into one one day. They're all doing that. That was her name, but she changed it. She doesn't give a reason for changing her name, but okay. I just didn't like Valerie. Um, Like Rhonda. And he, so the Lieutenant's like, you know what? I don't think Jimmy's the guy. I don't think Jimmy's killing anyone. I think it's you. But I'm going to tell can't... you about how the case is going but, but, to the but, suspected killer. But what about the motive? So he starts telling her the motive. All the victims were this far as fucking, it's a nightmare to live through. I mean, I'm sitting here like. It's pretty rough. It is because at this point, I'm like, okay, I knew Rhonda was the killer. But like, yeah. and her motive is questionable, but. 
once he, this scene happens and he really lays it into her, I fucking probably would kill somebody too. So I he would says, definitely kill him. He says, all the victims were beautiful with perfect bodies. All except you. She was... You were the perfectly beautiful Valerie Johnson until 70% of your body was burned in a tanning spa accident five years ago. See, it's always it's always healthy to make fun of somebody who has overcome a trauma and tragedy. Yeah. He's like, Valerie was going to become a star as a model, but now she can't get a job starring in a freak show. Yep. The fuck? So, what, what, what did he say after that? He's like, and every time somebody... Oh, wait, tried, no, I got, oh, you got there. it. You got yeah. it? Yeah. Um, then she shows him her burn scar tits. Crispy tits. This is that's before he says. I mean Freddy Krueger tits. It is a chest of Freddy Krueger. It ain't that bad. Okay, your your bar is set very low. No, I'm a good guy. This is I'd give her a chance. I'm not saying it's okay to say this. Ladies shit, of the but, burn ward, I am single. Um so he goes the lieutenant goes, That's not necessary. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, oh, that's not necessary. Yeah, no, no, no need for that. I think after what you said, it's more than necessary. And then Rhonda says that none of this means that she would kill somebody. And then that's when the lieutenant says, "Oh yeah, well any man would get sick if he tried to make love to you." <laughs> what the fuck kind of thing is that to say to somebody? Like, I don't care if you think she's a killer or not. Like, and also, that's that that goes into my other theory uh, about why uh, whenever they revived Chuck uh, and the lieutenant was there, he already knew about 70% of her body being burned because he was up there fucking her. And he got sick. No. Anyway, <laughs> she, she calls him a no. bastard. She calls him a bastard, and he goes, just, He is a bastard. But then his answer is, just do my job. That is, your job is to not harass and bully a burn victim. Uh, well, I think that's what, uh, what the kids are calling when a, you don't, a cab. When you don't even know for sure that she's the killer at this point, because he doesn't. He's got a hunch. He's got a hunch, but like not enough to say all this shit. He's got a burning suspicion. So but anyway, Ron is still maintaining her innocence, but he can't handcuffs her and uh, takes her to his car. And as they're... Be easy with the scar tissue. God damn. Yeah, right. Too tight. Well, too tight. Her, her arms are fine. Um, she's, but, wearing, she's always wearing long sleeves. No. Oh, not. yeah. She does get in a bikini. Yeah. Um, so whenever... So the fire just got her head and her tits. Yeah. All right. It's not that bad. Yeah, I guess. But that's not 70%. So plot hole. Anyway. Well, those are pretty big tits. Um, when she's... Uh, in the car, that he gets a radio call that says Chuck is dead and that it definitely was Jimmy and Jimmy's still on the loose. And then she, Rhonda's all like, ha ha, see? So take my handcuffs off. So he has to. Um, That's, uh, again, how cop, how police work uh, goes down. Is uh, oh, okay, well, see ya. Well, he didn't really have much reason yet. I don't think they really in. have to have much reason to take you in. I guess. But so uh, the next scene is Jimmy getting out of his car and the lieutenant's there and he has a gun. He's like, freeze. So Jimmy runs. This chase scene is way too long. Too long. I too timed long. it. It was five minutes Jeez. of running. No dialogue. Walking. A lot of walking with it. But they both have guns. There's a, one part where they shoot at each other, but then they just walk around for a while. Who cares? No one. Um, so, so he finally, the Lieutenant does finally after five minutes, just grab Jimmy and he's like, you did, I know you didn't do the other killings and you're setting yourself up to be the fall guy for Rhonda, but why? 
She did it all. Well, Jimmy's smart, and he doesn't talk to cops. So Jimmy fights the lieutenant. Uh, well, by fighting, I'm sorry, he hits him once and kicks him unconscious. Mm-hmm. And nonchalantly just walks away. So The smart decision. We're over at the gym now, and Rhonda's in her office looking at herself in the mirror and then throws it, which I don't make, that doesn't make sense because her face is fine. So yeah. I don't know why she's. Uh, she's an attractive lady. That, uh, that's a convenient plot hole. So Jimmy shows up. Take the wig off. I want no, I want to do it without the wig. She goes, takes her wigs. She doesn't know he's there because it's mm. no one's. She doesn't think anyone's there. So she takes her wig off, puts it in a locker. She goes to take a shower. When she's coming out of the shower, do you think she keeps like a, a bunch of different wigs by no, her bed? And like, I don't think she's in rich like, enough in like denture water. She's or wearing something. that. Sh- you know what it looks like? It looks like that fucking wig from Sleepaway Camp Part Three. Yeah. Like I, it might have been this. Well, no, that came out in eighty nine. That wig but, gets around. Yeah. Rhonda finishes her shower. Johnny sees her, you know, naked and turns the Jimmy? lights on. Jimmy does. You said Johnny. No, I didn't say Jimmy. Okay. Um, so he turns the lights on. We'll play now, that back later. Now she's very burned all over. Yeah. So, okay. He turns the lights on. Rhonda gets a gun out and just sh- starts shooting the shit out of him. Somebody had to do it. And uh, before he dies, Rhonda says, why did you kill uh, Dawson? Which is Chuck's last name. And Jimmy says, because I love you, you fucking idiot. Well, see, no, man. He, he's giving love where love can't be given, man. Like, he's, he's trying. He's trying he to accept it for what she is. He says, I couldn't let them catch you. But we never get a backstory as to why he cares this much. You so know, she it, probably threw some his way one day. And then, you know, he caught feelings. And she's like, nah, dude, it was just a fling. And uh, it is what it is. And so he had to go kill people to cover up her tracks. But he, he said, I couldn't let them catch you. So... She does the normal thing that anyone would do, and she shoots him, shoots him in the head because yeah. she's a fucking cunt. So I'd shut him up too. Um, now annoying. is we're nearing the end of the movie, and this is this part gets so soap opera-y and long, and it's okay. Now Rhonda and the lieutenant are driving somewhere random to this countryside, and they get out. Rhonda's still being a fucking bitch, and but at this point she's like, you know, she's a hero. Because Jimmy did all these killings, and she just killed him in yeah, self-defense. Yeah, by, by, by that whole story, they basically taxi-drivered her. Yeah. You know? Like, and um, so... Travis bickled her. He has... A, a, the lieutenant has a shovel with him. And then she's like, well, what's going on? He's six... Walking sho- out into the woods with a, with a cop and a shovel? There's yeah. Nothing wrong with no, this. No, nothing weird about that. No. And uh, he sticks the shovel in the ground, and he goes, this will do just fine. And she's like, okay, what are we doing here? We're building a house. Okay, so now he goes into this spiel. His dad owned the land, but some punk he pulled over for speeding shot him four times. So he he was going to like I want to precursor that with his dad was a cop. Yeah, yeah. He and but he planned on retiring and building a house or something out. He this was yeah, his yeah, land. land. Yeah. Um, but he couldn't because he got murdered. So, um. He he goes thirty years on the force. It's gone just like that. <laughs> so uh, Rhonda, no, actually, so here's the. I had a weird thing, a thought during this scene. He's telling a story, right? And it's almost verbatim uh, to another movie. So he says, he says, he's like, my dad. There was a serial killer out there. My dad was a cop. My mm-hmm. dad got him. He slipped through the cracks, and you know, the judges got fat, and you know, something like that. And uh, he says, like, some paperwork, a technicality, he got off, and the killings just started. Well, I, so yeah, my, I'm gonna get to that. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, because this conversation about his fucking dad it lasts goes on forever. Four minutes. Um, 
And because Rhonda basically at that point, she's like, what does this have to do with me? I mean, at, and I mean, really, or anything. I mean, yeah, wouldn't anybody? What is, like, I, I think she's pretty correct cool there. Story, I mean, man. what does this have to do with anything at all? And he goes, shut up and listen. I'm not done. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not through yet. Uh, and the, the, I groaned when I heard that. I was like, really? Yeah. You're not done yet? Okay. Motherfucker's trying to get an Oscar. So then he's like, my dad was a good blah, 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 good cop, blah, blah, blah. The difference, uh, then he goes, he always told me the difference between right and wrong is a very thin line. Um, it's not. It's it's know. not, really. It depends on what you do. Um, I started thinking about a lot of different scenarios, and there wasn't really that thin of a line between well, right and wrong. Well, we were, uh, yeah, I don't know, yeah. There's a thin line between love and hate. We were talking about uh, stinky kinks earlier, and there's a very thin line between right and wrong with that. Yeah, there's there's a thin line between love and hate, but there's not really that much of a thin line between right and wrong. You know, either you did something wrong or you did something right. I don't, okay, so whatever. 25 years ago, his dad crossed the line when he caught a serial killer, but the killer was released on a technicality, and the killing started again. And a few weeks later, the killer disappeared. Now, his dad never uh, said anything to his son, but the lieutenant knew that his dad had killed this guy. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So, I think Lieutenant Morgan's dad killed Freddy Krueger. <laughs> because he that's the exact same story. No, he was just, like, strangling people. Yeah, but to death. I mean, I know it was the Lieutenant, Springwood Slasher. Lieutenant's but, the one killing Freddy Krueger. Uh, well... <laughs> Sure, I, I see what you mean. Yeah. Full circle, I guess, on this one. <laughs> if his dad did kill Freddy Krueger, the lieutenant now has a fucking like war of vengeance against people who are burned. <laughs> yeah. I, I, when I saw that, I was like, he was telling that fucking Oscar-nominated story or whatever, and I was like, oh did God. your dad kill Freddy Krueger? Was yeah. he one of the Elm Street parents? I mean, it, four minutes of bullshit. Like, well, good on him, but it kind of fucked your kids up. So Rhonda says, so what are you trying to say? Finally, we're getting to a point. I mean, you know, I don't like Rhonda. She's a cunt. But at least she is trying to get somewhere with this. Um, Lieutenant gets the gun, gets a gun out. And he said he's going to cross that line right now because he knows that she killed all those people. But she'll only cop to Jimmy in self-defense. And he knows that she did it. She'll do it again. And she's like, you can't just kill me. I didn't do it. And she's right. Well, well, not, I mean, not well, about not her doing not, it. No, what she's I'm not right. Is, I mean, he, he, he can. can. He, he can't just kill her. Well, he can. I mean, he can. It's not the right thing. Any, but anybody can do that. But you, I mean, as far as the but law there's, goes, but there's a thin line between right and wrong. So, <laughs> see, there's not, and it's so. real blurry. <laughs> yeah, do I shoot you or not? I, that, okay, no. Oh, um, that's whatever. She's like, why did I get in this fucking car with him? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand that either, but she goes, what do you think you are? Some self-appointed Avenger on a mission from God? And he goes... I love the Avengers movies. He goes, no, just a man. Justice must be served. The time is now. Somehow I know my father will understand. Then he turns around like an idiot, pensively. And at that moment, Rhonda grabs the shovel and hits him with it. Presumably, inadvertently uh, 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 disappointing his dead father. Presumably killing him, um, even though that's not on the kill count, but with what the next scene is, he had to have been killed. I would imagine. So, uh, yeah. So after that, we cut to everyone's back working out at Rhonda's workout. Again, why do people go to this murder gym? Well, now, but, well, now Rhonda's a hero. 
Well, yeah, we know that, but. And she goes into her <clears> office <throat> to get her uh, spare set of keys. And there's this girl, is presumably like an office manager. We never get her name. Yeah. Um, she's in there thinking of new ways to market the business. And um, she goes, by the end of this week, by the end of this week, this place will be packed with gorgeous bodies. Uh-oh. Hard bodies. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Because that's... that's dun, dun, dun. Because Rhonda owns a workout place but hates people with good bodies. So, mm-hmm. okay. She leaves, and then Rhonda grabs uh, her spare set of keys, and they're now on that large diaper pin as she breaks the fourth wall and laughs the end. Yeah. Oh, well, no, no, it's not the end because now it's time for ass and titties. Aerobic. Well, you see, it shows all the people working out. Well, yeah. it's some, well, it's all the actors and everything that got killed. Now, I'm starting to think maybe this is a montage of, like, when they died, they went to aerobics hell. And they just have to work out for the rest of the eternity. Well, at least they look good. Well, I mean, yeah. Something Rhonda will never have. A lot of good-looking people in hell. Hope Rhonda doesn't come down there afterwards. No, Rhonda's one of the good ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so, we also get a final shot of uh, ob- obligatory uh, obesity that it showed in the beginning. Everybody at that uh, gym is super, super fit, except at the beginning and at the very end, they show one dude on a, what is it, a, what is the bike thing? Like a stationary bike? Like a stationary bike that's just like fat as fuck, and it's just <laughs> like, why did you do this? <laughs> like, okay, yeah, so good, he's trying to better his life, but don't put him on film. So we do, this movie does have a pretty high kill count. I read someone that was reviewing this movie and they were, okay, they were talking about it and comparing it to Friday the 13th. I don't know why, just because they're both slashers, but it was, but then it said something about it not having as many kills as Friday the 13th, but this does, this does, it has more kills than Friday the 13th. Most Friday the 13th. Yeah. yeah. Well, most of the Friday the 13th movies. Sure. So it has 13 kills, um, two of which were not spotted by people on the internet. But, okay, we've got Rachel. And also, I noticed that no one gave a fuck to know any of these people's names. It was always female killed, female killed. Well, I took the time to figure out their names for the most part. We got Rachel, who stabbed in the shower. I did not know her name. Diane, I just knew it because... I know, ab- I know the rest of the names, I just knew it because afterwards they were like... When she when they find her, they're asking her, and they say her name, like, what was Rachel like, or whatever. Then we've got Diane. She's stabbed with a safety pin. And next is Curtis, the one of the graffiti guys. He's stabbed to death. And then it's either Debbie or Marsha has her throat slit. And then either Debbie or Marsha is stabbed in the top of the head oh, through the car. Those are the spray paint punks, right? Yeah. Yeah. But t- those girls work out there. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because Debbie's the one that fucked Chuck. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Next is, uh, number six is Brad. He's bludgeoned with a weight. And then we have the anonymous weightlifter who is stabbed in the head with a safety pin. Tommy is stabbed with a safety pin. Jamie's hung. Kathy is stabbed off screen. <laughs> Jamie's hung like a horse. Mm-hmm. Chuck uh, is killed with an ice pick. Jimmy is shot. And is he? Uh, oh Jim, yeah, Jimmy, by, by Jimmy Rhonda. Shot, yeah. I'm sorry. And then Lieutenant Morgan, I'm assuming, had to have been killed because if he hadn't been, then she wouldn't have had this big grand reopening with. Also, being a it was hero. like Jimmy being shot. He gets shot like five fucking times. Six, I think. Six. Yeah. So like, but I he's still know. talking, and, and it's weird because this movie, like, people get killed with a fucking safety pin, and they die pretty quick. Uh-huh. But Jimmy gets shot by a big ass fucking magnum, like a hand cannon. Yeah, like multiple like, times. Yes, yeah, fucking like that thing's got some. That's a heater. Yeah, and uh, and he's still talking. 
like, hey, I love you. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want I you to go down like, for this. I would have probably used the safety pin on him to get him to shut up quicker. Yeah. Um, there is not much trivia about this movie, but as we said before, we have a, a another David Ted Pryor joint. Um, a lot Ooh, of the people that are joint. in this uh, that are in this movie. Um, we're also in Deadly Prey, which was another movie he did. It was like an action movie. The, uh, so, uh, whatever. Um, the director and the director of photography. So, David Pryor and the director of, director of photography fought a lot the whole time, apparently. Didn't get along. Um, Fritz Matthews, a.k.a. Jimmy, built the tanning bed oh, that's really? used at the beginning of the movie. Um, Good job, man. It kill, it burned a lady 70% of her body. Uh, yeah. Lieutenant Asshole. Morgan, like I said, uh, that actor was in a, it was in a few movies by David Pryor and 1988 Scarecrows. I've never seen that. Oh, you haven't? It's, it's okay. Um, Rhonda was in Real Genius, Savage Streets. Savage Streets is awesome. That's the Linda Blair movie. She, she was also, yeah, she was also in Maniac Cop as nancy and i don't know who that is she had a familiar face like i think she's one of the station cops maybe um and then she was a casting associate for a cheerleader camp a movie we have oh that's sex trafficking well it's a movie we've covered it's Um, sex trafficking and she was a casting associate for girls just want to have fun sex trafficking agencies and she was a stand-in in the movie the entity Okay. Which is a movie that fucked me up when I was when I was little. That movie scared the fuck out of me. So anyway, um, Debbie plays um, Smeg's girl in pink in Surf Nazis Must Die. I love that movie, man. I, I, know. I can't That's wait why to watch I that one again. That's awesome. Uh, what do you? So what do you think you would rate this one? Uh, two. Two. Two out of five. Yeah. I gave it. Um, I don't mean that as a bad thing. Um, I liked... Uh, well, you gave you gave Sledgehammer a three and a half. It was way more entertaining. Uh, this one was more thought out. It was well out. made. It this was one better was, this, made, one, this one was uh, very much more well made. Uh, I thought it was awesome, but I gave Sledgehammer a higher score because it was so cheaply and just out of control. And that like, smack. Yeah. Like, there's so much, like, weird shit in there. This one was okay, but I give it a two because it's, like, it's standard and it's not a mean two. It's a good two. Yeah, I give like, it. I liked it a lot. I give it a two point seven five. Um, I thought the music was good. Uh, there was very, although there were a ton of people in the movie, there was very little camaraderie. So I did not like that, especially for nineteen eighty seven when slashers had stopped taking themselves seriously and had more of like a party vibe. Yeah, it should yeah. have been. It should have had a. There, there should have been some they more fun. They should have showed a, if they would have like showed like friendship out. a little bit yeah. more, like camaraderie. It would have made some well, of the stuff less creepy. Like and the, it would have made the other sexual harassment like maybe there's a backstory it would have made two. things make like, sense like yeah why was tommy so into jamie why was yeah, jimmy yeah. so into Rhonda? whatever okay um so bad it's good i give it a one i you know the fight scenes were ridiculous and i give it oh uh, that that was high value for me oh yeah they ruled the cinematography was pretty good especially when you compare it to sledgehammer yeah, yeah. so uh i mean but it, the thing is if if held up uh you know two of them i would rather watch sledgehammer not yeah. because it's a no, better movie too. just because it's like get a load of this shit I, I would too um the kills they weren't that inventive and there wasn't that much gore but there were a lot of them well i will say they they 
the kills from some of them the ones with the safety pins th- those are nigh impossible yeah i know like you cannot kill somebody with that and i don't and i'm not you a could fan fuck them up pretty bad and it would hurt and but most of all it'd be like stop hey quit that hey stop ow ow quit there's a little too much gunplay in this movie too it to, switches for to it guns to be a slasher. Fast, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's very much I, when i watched i was like this is kind of an action slasher in a way with all the fights and stuff it does have you know the the scene the frames of the hand with the safety pin and the knife and shit like that yeah. it does have that yeah but, uh, yeah it switches to guns pretty fast and um i I gave it a little bit for fun just because of the wacky fucking shit with her being the burn all that and the soap opera I thought opera it was fun as bullshit. fuck I'd give it a five on that scale like I'd, I'd watch this movie again well when I was putting it into my rating system that you know it was I, I mean I'd watch it again but I won't be anytime soon mm. Um. so yeah I give it a 2.75 out of 5 Um. so I mean that's it yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. wild I, I mean We've gone through it all, but I think you still, even though we like verbatim told a bunch of what the stuff that said, I don't think you can believe it unless you see it. It's, it's wild. Like yeah, when it, when no, it, no. I, once I the wig it. shit comes off, I mean, I, and honestly, at the end of this, I think they should have called it a robicide. I honestly believe it. Well, they did. It, it is, it isn't just, it, that wasn't a working title. It is it, also okay. known. I mean, there are video cassettes of it. A robicide. That's a robicide. A, that is a better title than killer workout. Um, I think killer workout sounds like it should be more fun than it is. Killer workout actually sounds like a workout video. Well, it does. But I, when you look at the box of, and it says killer workout, you think you're going to have more fun than you have with this movie. Sure. Um, anyway, so I'll say stay gagged on a diaper safety pin or whatever the fuck it is. Uh, stay gagged on a dry scalp. <laughs> a burned dry scalp. Stay gagged on that shovel. Stay gagged on a burn unit. <laughs> stay gagged on those. those also, burn unit, burn, burn burn unit unit ladies. Like, listen, I'll, I will love you. Come, come to me. Come to Nick. Come, come to Nickhead. Um, and stay gagged on all of our social media, Instagram, TikTok, Gag Me With A Knife podcast. Buy some stuff. And buy some of our merch. You yeah. can buy it. If you Gas go is to, too expensive. Buy our shit. Yeah. Do that instead. And don't go anywhere and just sit in filth. Um, you can go to our website, gagmewithanifepodcast.com. Or you can go to the gym. Don't put the www in front of it, though. It's just gagmewithanifepodcast.com. Yeah, we don't fuck with that. Nope. No, w, no World Wide Web. No. So, uh... <laughs> This is just our, a hotline straight to us. That we sit is, by a red phone all day. Yeah. And this is our uh, end of our David Pryor movies. David Pryor, if you are out there, if you ever hear <laughs> this, call us up. We want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. And uh, I think yeah. your movies fucking rule, dude. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I, I think I might have given this a higher score than Sledgehammer, but Sledgehammer is more re- rewatchable than this one prior call us up we'll talk about whatever you want to talk about when was the last time somebody said that to you i bet your wife didn't even (laughs) you don't know she's dead you might be dead i I, I said i didn't mean that i meant divorced (laughs) well how do you know that i don't know have him call us up and tell us about it Uh, well statistics also so anyway see you next time you guys bye